welcome back. All right. Well, um, I don't. I did not remember that song being such a love song. It is pretty pretty romantic. So really setting the mood here for us. Yeah. All right. So me and Mitch are in the same room. Yeah, we're back again, baby. That's why we went with that one. <laughs> um, back at last. So this time, first time on the podcast. That's hilarious. Yeah, it is. That I am sitting in Mitch's uh, hoarder, actually super dope studio. Um it's it's just uh he has not let space dictate how many things he will put into the room <laughs> he does not abide by normal space no just cram it in there yeah just get it in there i want it in there we'll be there yep. all right well yeah so it's always weird when we do a podcast together yeah it is it's a little weird why is that i think just the dynamic changes yeah. so like when we do it apart, it almost makes more sense. Whereas when we do it together, this really feels like us just hanging out and talking, and we just put microphones on. Right, away, yeah. Which is a really strange feeling. It's a weird thing to do. It's kind of pretentious. Like, I feel more pretentious doing it this I way. I do, I do. Whereas, like, <laughs> if we do it apart, it it just like makes more sense i guess for right. some whatever reason you know what i mean because we're just we're we're kind of like recording a skype call compared to like here where it's just microphones in a room with two douchebags so. <laughs> exactly yeah, that's feels... what our podcast should be called two douchebags three, three questions, questions. <laughs> yeah i'm sure uh, somebody will write a review at some point yeah exactly uh so yeah eli's been visiting fort wayne um i've been kind of showing him around uh, the the fun things we like to do here um we had up a couple bars last night did you have any any hits anything you would uh, recommend to the people go go check out if you're ever in the area yeah um honestly uh we so we went to the brass rail yeah brass rail uh, um it, it uh i i mean i liked it i i don't think it's a bad bar like it's it's maybe not like the the most highfalutin bar in the world, <laughs> yeah. like that's for sure. But no, honestly, like I like the. We went to the Brass Rail. Really liked the Brass Rail. I don't even remember the second bar we went to. <laughs> it's a nice bar, but uh, kind of boring. Yeah, it's it's a little it's 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 kind of they have a cool vibe in there. Um, uh, it's kind of chill. They, they, I remember they had the um, the the stained glass kind of like lamps by each uh, you know little little yeah, table, I mean, which is kind of nice. I, I definitely wouldn't call it, like to me it wasn't really a bar. It was yeah. a restaurant. It was a, it was a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. so um, a nice restaurant. Yeah, um, kind of. I <laughs> it felt kind of weird to just go in and be like. Let's do some shots. <laughs> right. and, like, people yeah. are just eating dinner. Well, I mean, th- people do that in there. They had what we ordered, the Sad Dad, on the menu. So Good point. And the Sad Dad is a bottle of Little Kings and a shot of liquor of your choosing. So Yeah. Well, you pick the liquor, they pick the bottle. That's right. That's according right. to them. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I, I really like JK's, man. JK's is pretty awesome. Yeah. I know the... It, it kind of... <laughs> Charlotte did not enjoy the vibe yeah it was pretty intense in there we went to an irish pub like the weekend before st patrick's day which was probably a bad idea in hindsight but yeah yeah <laughs> um we also tried to go to the batting cages twice didn't pan out didn't um, pan out yeah so but that that will be on the docket next time but yeah. like but like we realized it's uh it's the uh it's that season yeah i mean like i mean baseball is gonna start i mean i'm sure softball leagues are starting oh, but yeah. like you know, uh, the MLB will start next month. So yeah, actually yeah. probably in a few weeks now that I think yeah. about it. Yeah. So it's that season. So, you know, it's a little bit harder to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, overall, uh, that, those were, those were some of my faves. Um, yeah. Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne is weird. It, it is yeah. a weird city. It's a weird vibe. You can't peg it. That's the thing about <laughs> Fort Wayne. Cause it's got like a downtown with like cool spots and like younger people. And then there's just factories and fields right. and yeah, there's, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's all over the place. Right. People ask me like what, like, you know, they don't live here. They ask me like what Fort Wayne is like and pretty much how I describe it is it's kind of a cool, like kind of the perfect combination between everything you want in like a big city where there is bars and kind of some stuff to do. Um, not near as much as like, you know, if we were in like Cincinnati or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. but that's partly because, so it's partly, you know, big city, but it's also like kind of a small town vibe. Um, yeah, that, there's lots of cornfields and <laughs> that's what throws me about it is like it, 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 you can't peg it and it's not even that the downtown is huge either. 
Uh-huh. Like the downtown is like pretty all condensed mm-hmm. into that area. Right. It, it's just very <laughs> odd. It's hard to pick. It's definitely different. But yeah. I mean, I, I, I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of fun. I have been here before. You have been here before. Right. <laughs> so, but this is, this is probably the first time to, I, cause I think I came up before we could even drink. No. Uh, I don't remember. I kind of, Oh man, I don't want to. I don't want to bore this with a bunch of dead air of us thinking about. But I think there was a time I came up where we weren't of drinking age. There might have been a time where maybe you weren't of drinking age, but I might have been because I I was of drinking age pretty much the summer after I left like CCU oh, okay. um, when I transferred back he- here. Um, so and as we've established you're like about a year older than yeah me. i think i'm about a year older than you yeah yeah because you because you're 29 yeah i'm 29 I, and i'm 28 yeah. and our birthdays are almost the same day right you're a year older than <laughs> yeah me. so that may have happened yeah because i'm like do i remember a time hanging out with mitch and not drinking <laughs> probably when we were at ccu <laughs> and i think that the only honest to god time that we wouldn't that we didn't drink throughout a weekend was it yeah ccu yeah i mean it just has to be because like you said you turned 21 and even if we didn't drink a lot we would have a beer or two yeah right so yeah i think ccu was the last time we <laughs> hung out with that much sobriety yeah exactly yeah man I... but we still got along that's actually how we, we formed our friendship right yeah so exactly yeah. we basically just decided from there we no longer have to be sober we'll just be drunk when we <laughs> exactly well i didn't have a there was, there was a weird time because i still had my my vices i was actually going down memory lane with a buddy because we uh so i told you i've been having these like movie nights with some friends last weekend right. we all or a couple weekends ago we all got together and watched a couple movies um and we just decided to have like order some pizza and there were three dudes uh and we all decided to just get our own large pizza and we're like oh, if we have leftovers we'll just take it home no big deal yeah um right. we really didn't have leftovers <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and i remember at ccu doing that all the time we would just go to like i don't know if like you probably were there at some point we would just go to hot and ready get our own like five dollar pizza and pretty much eat the whole thing while like playing video games or watching a movie <laughs> like, yeah that yeah. was my vice uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't do that much anymore but i drink instead so <laughs> yeah well and like even this time i I would say honestly we 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 didn't drink as much as we have in the past yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we're getting old that's what it is we went to bed fairly early compared to what we used to yeah we've been going to bed early we took a fucking nap like <laughs> what did, is going we on took a nap that's so lame <laughs> um well yeah because like in the past when we would hang out we would we would get pretty drunk yeah but mish always had these secrets apparently of ways he would sober up before he went to bed that I didn't know about. <laughs> I'm like, how is he so okay? And you're like, oh, man, I'm hungover. I'm like, no, you're fucking not, dude. Right. I'm getting ready to barf. Well, one of my party moves is, I, I might have told you about this. Um, when I, like, w- you know, w- when I'm hanging out with people and they're all drinking and stuff, I will, like, finish a beer and then I'll, like, go to the bathroom and fill that beer can up with water and then just drink that. I'll, I'll be secret- secretly drinking water, like, the whole night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I feel betrayed. Um, <laughs> right. But... I get it. You've explained it, and it is a good idea because yeah. you want to hang out. You don't want to be a buzzkill, but you're like, I don't want to drink anymore. Yeah, exactly. So those words are harder for me to find. But like this time, though, I, I, I've realized, and I was talking to Charlotte about, I was like, well, the issue is, is that when I'm fucking hungover and we just hop in a car and start driving, I get sick. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I don't want to do that, and also I don't want to spend all morning trying to recover from a hangover. Right. So honest to God, we well last night we did drink quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, you stopped pretty much when, like, Erica went to bed, you stopped. And yeah. I drank a little bit more, mm. but I only had a couple beers. But, yeah. I mean, we drank a fair amount, I Yeah. Think. Well, you, you had to drive, so you didn't really... Yeah, I slammed, like, three Guinnesses <laughs> at JK. So. But, yeah, we're, it works out. Um, speaking of that, Mitch, you want to do what you drink? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's get to it, man. God, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> Uh, this is kind of a special one because we're drinking the same beer today. Yeah, uh, in our own cans. <laughs> our we're not even cans. sharing it. <laughs> Living yeah. the high life. So, yeah, Mitch, tell us about this thing. All right. So, this is a Founders oh, oh, oh. Founders Brewery. It's called a Moon Rambler IPA. It's an India Pale Ale brewed with milk sugar. Ooh, so, milk sugar. Um, yeah. 
You don't like it. You don't like it. <laughs> I'm on the fence currently. Okay. The milk sugar is strange. I don't. What is that? I'm not really sure, but it kind of tastes like I, I I I get a hint of like lactose. I don't know. Yeah, I. It kind of well. It's funny that it that it says Moon Rambler because it kind of makes me think there's a thing in Skyrim called Moon Sugar. Oh yeah, and it's like a drug. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of making me think of that, <laughs> which is nerdy. But that is I mean, I got a lot of head. Let me let me get in under this head here. Yeah, yeah. It's really not bad, but it really just tastes like an IPA to me. Yeah. It's it, it it is, and I know you're not a big fan of IPAs. Yeah, but and it's, it's like nothing too. in particular that I'm just like, oh god, because it, it, it's not awful, but it's just like, yeah, like already I'm like, huh, oh, <laughs> heavy on my tummy. Right. <laughs> it's just something about the dryness and the bitterness of it. Yeah. I just can't get through. Yeah. You know? It. I mean, it's not bad, but no, I would not love to sit around and drink that right. all day. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, you want to get into a lightning round? Yeah. Let's go ahead and do. Okay, lightning round. Question number one. Do you remember what is the first email address you ever had? I do, but I can't remember it fully. Yeah. Somebody, the reason I thought of it, well, actually, somebody like posted this on their Facebook. They're like, remember when the internet was like in its infancy and you were like a mid middle schooler and like everybody was like getting email addresses to sign up for, you know, weird websites myspace yeah that kind of thing um everybody's first email address is super embarrassing (laughs) yeah i would love to know yours my first one it was a combination of something of like angus young (laughs) i want to say it was like angus young and then it generated a random set of numbers at sbcglobal.net. <laughs> yeah, right, Global. Yeah, that's actually, that, that, that's kind of a cool, that's kind of a cool reference. That's not embarrassing. Yeah, but. yeah, I mean, I guess I, it's kind of embarrassing just because it's like, come on, man. Like, I think my password was some other iteration of that. So it was just very ACD, ACDC influence. Yeah. So just a little bit on the nose. Yeah. But You remember your password, too? Uh, if, you, if you're not still using that password, please tell us what it is. <laughs> uh, I'm unsure, so I'm just going okay. to plead the fifth. Okay. I don't remember my password from back then, but my email, my first email address uh, I ever signed up for was super fucking embarrassing. Um, it was tater tot. Four six nine nine two because that was our area or zip code. Right uh, at hotmail dot com. I had a hotmail. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. I mean, that's not like too bad though. It's well, a little bit bad. It was. An, it was like it's a. It's like an iteration of like when I was like when I played baseball in like little league. My my nickname was Taters. Was, was it? It was really. Yeah, it was Taters. Yeah, yeah. Hey Taters. <laughs> Super embarrassing. Taters. Up. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was easy like, out. <laughs> We're getting nom flashbacks over here. <laughs> <laughs> Move in. <laughs> so I, I got to do this Brian. I got to do this Brian Regan bit where he talks about playing little league, and it's just like easy out, easy out. Like hey. <laughs> Never. All right, move in. I got the outfielders are playing right. in on the clay. Yeah. The infielders are going through my pockets. Right. Easy out. Yeah, story of my life. Um, yeah, when I played baseball, it was either a guaranteed walk or a guaranteed strikeout. So not really anything in between. Hey man, yeah, that's fair. I never yeah. played. So. Well, I was so short that I I walked a lot, and I kind of like made. I took advantage of that. I would like cr- like crouch down real low, yeah, make my the better box you know. Swap. I was like I was like four six. Back Back then, so I would make myself like three six. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. got got on base. <clears throat> yep, true that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I thought I had more. I don't. What, okay. What's your next one? Right on. Question two. Um, I feel like I might have asked this before. It sounds kind of familiar, but we're gonna do it anyway. Um, if you were a stripper, what would your signature song be? I think you have done this. Yeah, as I said that, I was like, yeah, I've definitely done this. Okay, let's so let's take it and reinvent it. Okay. Um, if you opened a strip club, what would you call it? Oh, I like let's it. Let's do that. So if you if you all the money you're making, uh, you know, with your your multi <laughs> your 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 different businesses um, sure. you have enough money, you're gonna open a strip club, what are you gonna call it? What's the theme gonna be? 
Um, I've always liked. Um, this isn't super original, but it was in the. Um, uh, I always remember this in the original um, uh, Bad News Bears movie from like the seventies. Uh-huh. Or no, it was no, it was actually in the remake with Billy Bob Thornton. Their uh, their team their team like sponsor was Bo Peep's Gentlemen's Club, <laughs> 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 and the logo was like a little Bo Peep, and I've just always loved that. <laughs> that's funny. I actually have never seen that movie. Yeah, um, but that's actually pretty funny. Um, the first the first movie was funny too because their sponsor was uh, Chico's Bail Bonds. <laughs> oh yes, okay. Oh yeah, you've used that. Have, oh, I have. Yeah, actually, I think when we played like fantasy football or something one year, it was either me or my brother that named our our our, our fantasy team that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> um, I think mine would be like. Oh, what would I do? I would want to do it something. I would want to do like a one word kind of a thing mm-hmm. like like just like haze i'd call it haze like h-a-z-e like h h a z h a z has no i'll do the little <laughs> fucking umlaut or something oh, okay, okay yeah i'll do an umlaut on the z perfect and then it's just going to be like a German, like BDSM style. Is that your? <laughs> well, I was thinking the reason it's I'd like... call it haze is because as soon as you open the door, like plumes of of smoke machine smoke will come out. Like you're going to go in there. It's going to be a strip club where you can't even see the strippers. There's like so it. much smoke in there. I like it. So just nobody knows what's going on. Twenty four. You have to figure out. It's it's a, an escape room slash strip club. <laughs> Actually, that's not a terrible idea. That I could see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I would do. Uh, I like it. And then you could also save some money. You don't actually have to hire strippers because it'll just be like fog everywhere. Yeah, so nobody like, can see anything. Oh, trust us. There's chicks dancing. Oh, yeah. They're very <laughs> naked. Go find one. Don't touch them. Right. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. Um, okay. Do you have a third question? Yes, yes. Yeah. So I, I have our third. I, I do have to pull up my note uh, app because I'm bad at this. Okay. Um, we went to a few bars this weekend and I'd say overall the experience was good with mm-hmm. all of them, you know, barring a few things. Sure. Um, what was the shittiest bar experience you've ever had? Oh. Whether it be customer service or just like the worst bar. I know mine, <laughs> but what was yours? Are, 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 do you, is yours the same as mine? I don't know. What was are, yours? You, are you talking about that bar we went to that one time? Well, I, I was going to, but yeah. like, is that the shittiest bar, shittiest bar experience I've had? I don't really think so because it was like not a bad experience. Yeah, but I did not feel comfortable. There. It was weird. Yeah, um, there's a lot of shitty Wabash bars. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, there, there's there's one bar in Wabash that like is like the hip popular bar that everybody goes to and i've actually had pretty decent experiences there um the only bad thing is like every time i go i run into everybody from high school that i don't really care to see um and they just want to like talk and catch up like there's a reason i haven't called you or <laughs> there's a reason we're catching up right <laughs> yeah, now exactly that's fair. Um, but that's the, the so that's the the kettle that's kind of a cool bar there's some sketchy ass bars in wabash that i've also been to mostly just because i eh, might as well see what this is all about i've driven by it many times um there's one in particular, I think it's called like Scotty's or something. Um, and that's just like really uh, sketchy. It's like, and again, I ran into a bunch of people from high school, but like a totally different crowd of people from high school. Right, um, right. There was one dude that I went to high school with that I'm pretty sure was doing cocaine in the bathroom. Oh, wow. Um, that kind of bar. He offered me weed. <laughs> so <Wow>. like, <laughs> um, I passed, if you're curious. Um, <laughs> uh. um yeah, uh, but yeah, that was probably one of the weirdest slash like shittiest. I don't, I don't have a whole lot of like bad bar stories. No, um, no, no, that's fair. I mean, like I and and that's what I was saying. Like I was just curious because what I'm establishing is that you go to bars way more than I do. Yeah, like yeah. I have a bar that literally I is, I two minutes walking away from my house mm-hmm. and I don't go to it. Yeah. I just don't go to bars. Right. So typically when we hang out, there's typically at least one bar we go to. Yeah. Um to to check it out. And uh I just I just feel like you'll do that. You'll drive by a bar that probably looks shitty on the outside. We're <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe it's good. And you go in. I would never do that. Oh yeah. 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 I guess sometimes you find some good find some good stuff. I mean that's true. <laughs> I mean you're not wrong. It just but 
then also, so me and I, we've told the story on the podcast, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I won't beat it. And most people who know us, we tell this story. But like <laughs> me, Mitch used to have a bar. One of the places he lived that was so close to his house. He's like, well, we got to check it out because we could just walk to it and all that. Well, he waited until I was in town to go <laughs> check out this bar. And then they like they had to buzz you in to the bar. <laughs> Real bad sign. I was already done. But yeah. we went in. I, it was when I lived in a particular kind of shady side of town. And I've always wanted to like have a bar close enough to like walk to. So like, oh man, that's my home bar. It'll be like cheers in there. I'll be able to right. you know, oh, Mitch is here. And then they just slide a beer down. <laughs> um, it's like, And then the cool thing about being so close to walk is like I can just get trash and then walk home. So that was my dream. I wanted it to be like cheers. I wanted right. to establish a home. Uh, but being on the shady side of town, Erica never wanted to go in with me, which I don't blame her. Um, so when you were in town, I was like, all right, I need to go in here. I'm not going by myself. You're a man. You you know, you got a beard. I don't think they'll fuck with us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't. They were cool. But man, it was just and it, it was just like a bar that you. Well, the thing that got me like was that they had a list of names of people that were banned and shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Security cameras everywhere. I'm like, dude, this is. Why have a bar <laughs> if it's that insane? Right. You know what I mean? Like, God, it was, it, and it, I'm pretty sure people were smoking in there. It was all over oh, yeah. the place. But yeah. yeah, that was, that was probably the, the, the bar that I went into and then immediately wanted to leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I was just curious. I didn't know if you had like a horror story of going into a bar and it just being like, like scary or just bad <laughs> like no, just no, not that i can think of yeah <laughs> no that's fair um all right i was a lightning round um we want to get in the meat potatoes on this thing yeah we can do that um this chair is very creaky okay. so if you hear it i'm sorry we'll keep that in there <laughs> we'll keep that in there um so we kind of had an idea of uh uh, something to talk about today is basically just um, uh, we were talking about the uh, so we were, yeah we were talking about kind of the power of music and how it has the power of uh, uh, nostalgia and bringing back certain memories so we thought we'd do kind of a fun little exercise uh, a little experiment if you will uh, but we're just going to just kind of like rattle off a few like songs randomly to each other and see if we have any like hidden memories or uh you know uh, associations in our you know subconscious that we might try to bring about so yeah. see if we can trigger some feelings or whatnot <laughs> yeah there was a couple ways we like it because at first i thought we were going to do like ones that we know we have memories of but mm -hmm. actually mitch is going to throw out a song and we'll see what memories we have and then i'll throw out a song so yeah. we're we're at least able to pick songs that the other one doesn't know so i right. think that's we'll we'll see if we got any memories so yeah mitch start us out what's your first song okay sounds good my first song eli what comes to mind when you hear the song umbrella by by, by rihanna Mm, probably just the office yeah the office yeah that's a good bit because i remember when the song came out i don't have any like like memory attached to it but i cannot hear the song now without hearing ed helms doing that <laughs> uh, Under my uh, Angerella, <laughs> so that i mean that in a in a very extreme form of like word association yeah is is absolutely stuck in my brain yeah yeah that's a good one yeah i like that what what do you did you have a particular memory <sighs> i do it? i do have a pretty awesome story about this so I oh didn't okay mean, i didn't mean to lead <laughs> dude i got the greatest story about rihanna's umbrella <laughs> uh i was leading the witness a little bit but um uh so actually yeah that i remember that song came out um it was like a summer hit of like 2000 when when that when that had been 2004 or something like that like yeah i was definitely in like middle school maybe like nine ninth grade um but that was uh that was the summer that uh i was going on this mission trip with my church we drove down to new orleans and uh we drove from indiana to new orleans and then back um and there were like 16 of us that were going so we fit into like two eight passenger vans and there were two truck or like two cars and then i remember we also had like walkie talkies between vans so we could like communicate with each other <laughs> okay. uh, while we were just you know 
convoying down there. Um, and because that was like the hit song of the summer, that was on every radio station. It seemed like that song was on every half hour on the drive down there. (laughs) And, uh, one of the guys that was driving in the other car, like had this little game that he would like flip through the radio stations to try to find umbrella. And that's actually super. (laughs) So as soon as umbrella was over, he was like, all right, let's see if we can find on any other stations. And then he would like, we, and then when he found it, he would like buzz the other van and he'd like, all right, turn it to 94 seven or whatever. Uh, and then they did. And then it seemed like that was the song we listened to the entire drive to new Orleans. I probably heard that song uh, 150 times that week. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> it was brutal. So now every time I hear this, I have like flashbacks like, Oh no, not again. <laughs> that's wow. That's, that's super funny. <laughs> yeah. I, that would be something I would do. Right. Like, like I, I totally would do something like that. Yeah. Um, all right, Mitch, I got a song for you. Okay. A little song by a band called Crazy Town, and that would be Butterfly. Oh, do you know the song? I'm I do know about? the song. Yeah, come, be come, my lady. lady, come, come, yeah. my lady, be uh, my sugar butterfly <laughs> baby, or whatever. I think the first time I heard that song, it was on one of those. Remember when you would like watch like a you're watching tv and then a commercial would come on and it would be like now that's what i call music yeah, 14 yeah. or whatever and it would but they had they had one of those cds but like for alt music and right. they played that song in that commercial and i had never heard it before but i was like this is kind of a good song so good. i like figured out what it was i downloaded it i listened to it all the time mostly just because it was on one of those now that's what i call alternative 2000s music right <laughs> like, exactly so, uh, um well once again i'm kind of doing the same thing because yeah. i have a memory so i believe that song was playing the first time i saw a boob nice like but like a boob <laughs> like a... i wanted to see you know what i'm saying right like right. the first time i enjoyed seeing a boob <laughs> okay because i think i was at like a friend's house or like a family friend's house and they just had like way older kids and they were kind of trashy and mm. like their upstairs uh his upstairs room was such a typical like 90s room because it had those vaulted ceilings like kind of like a you know it was angled Mm -hmm. and he was on the second floor so he's basically right under the roof there um but he just had poster after poster after poster of like semi-naked chicks um but then he definitely like had more adult like he had like posters of naked women that they eventually just covered up because I was like fucking five. Right. Um, But I remember he was for, he was jamming to the crazy town CD. (laughs) And I remember hearing come, come my lady, come, come my lady. And it it felt like at that point life changed. You know what I mean? Like I had, I I felt like I had become an adult. Yeah. You have your life sectioned off into BCT before crazy town. (laughs) Before crazy town. Yeah. So that, that, that's kind of, I mean, I, I could have a lot of the details wrong, but that's yeah. kind of what I think of. I think about the room I was in when I first heard that. Yeah, that's crazy. So, and it's the dumbest fucking song. <laughs> right? So it's just like, okay. Right. Well, yeah, the, the, nobody said these songs have to be good or the stories have to be good. It's just like ca- kind of cool that you can immediately say a song and be like, oh yeah, I I, I, I have a story. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I mean, what is that? We both seem to, we, well, okay, so... But we both, yeah, we both have some memory of these. So really, this is working. Right. A plus so so far. So far, so good. So far, really good. (laughs) All right. We will see about the next one. Okay. Um, What about Mambo number five? (laughs) You know, okay. No, yeah, I do have memory of Mambo number five. So I remember the first time I heard Mambo number five, I was with my mom and and her at, at, at that time very, very long uh, best friend and her son who I got along with he was you know he he was super cool he didn't he didn't really want to hang out with like a kid so that was the only time he wasn't cool you know he's he was like you know mm. 16 17 and get kind of he they basically kicked me out yeah. like especially if he was hanging out with friends he would just kick me out um which is not great for a a kid to just feel super shit on by a cool guy right yeah um but anyways um we were driving around wherever they lived and mambo number five came on but he was like kind of a basic dude 
Like he he like wanted he knew all the words to Mambo Number Five. He was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, Mambo Number Five and cranked it up. And like you know, as a kid, I was like, "Oh, it's cool. I love it." So I I remember that was the time frame where I first heard Mambo Number Five. However, then I started to work at Rite Aid and I heard Mambo Number Five all the fucking time, and I goddamn hated it because I'm like, it's not a it's not a Mambo because you put trumpets in it, (laughs) right? Because hearing Mambo Number Five like super tired, hungover, eight a.m. you it's fucking terrible. Yeah, I bet. Oh, that sounds the worst. (laughs) So I I really do hate that fucking song because of how much I had to hear it. Yeah, I haven't even heard it that much, not near as much as you, but I hate it too. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. (laughs) It's a terrible fucking song. But and obviously when you're that's what I don't understand is like songs like Mambo Number five and like butterfly and shit like that yeah. is fun when you're a kid and young and it's just catchy right who sought out mambo number five like because it was a giant song yeah adults bought that song i think part of it is there's a point in the song well most of the entire song he's just like listing off ladies names so i'm sure every woman at the time named rita was like <laughs> oh my god i gotta go buy the cd he says my name this is my song he's it's like the brown eyed girl <laughs> It's like every white Midwestern woman thinks Brown Eyed Girl is about them. Anyone anyone named Rita is like, this is my jam. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, that, and it's, it's just such, well, you bet, but like the Macarena was, was kind of the same way. Yeah, it, but like, they're why? similar in my mind. Yeah. Like, every wedding you go to, they play the fucking yeah. Macarena. Right. And I don't know why. Why? Because I, that part, I think, is because there's like a, it, it was the, uh, um, it was kind of like the uh, cha-cha slide because there was like a there's a choreographed move that people can that can't dance can dance to. Okay, so here <laughs> here's here's my conspiracy theory though. Okay, the cha-cha slide was written with dance moves built into the cha-cha slide. Right. Here's what pisses me off about Macarena. The Macarena is not telling you what to do. That's right. The Macarena is just the song. Then they invented the Macarena dance. <laughs> Fucking why? <laughs> I why? I'd never thought about that. I How? have a lot of questions. I I think the government fucking did it. If really, to be honest, I think the government fucking did it. Because uh, what, what's the lyrics of the Macarena? It's fucking gibberish. Right. And yeah. we're all out there like, Macarena. I was just... That, that, that brought up a good point. How do I know the dance moves from Macarena? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. It, it's, they're putting fluoride in the drinking right. supply. Right. Like, the, I, it's bizarre. Like, the cha-cha slide, I don't mind because whoever wrote the cha-cha slide yeah. wrote it as a party thing. Right. Same with the electric slide. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all a thing. Yeah. Written for, like, parties. Get people right. DJs. Uh-huh. DJs wrote that. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, also, do you remember who sang the Macarena? I couldn't tell you. Two very old Hispanic men. Okay. Yeah. I mean, nothing against do you them. Know what the, do you know what their, the band name is or the, the, the name of them? I can't even, I can't even remember. I don't know. But, probably but probably that fucking Lou Bega. That, <laughs> that made less sense that it was just these two... First off, that there's two guys. Like, well, one of you can't handle the, right. this gibberish. Back or Ada. Um, Ole. I don't know if they say Ole. I just always, in my mind, I always did. I'm not sure. Because yeah. I think, well. Anyway. Anyways, I, I don't stop. Never do the Macarena again. <laughs> all right. Don't trust that shit. I, I literally think the CIA was involved because yeah. we all know what we're talking about. Nobody doesn't know what the Macarena is. But once again, <laughs> how? When did we learn about the Macarena? I think it was just implanted in yeah. all of us. Yeah, it's, it's in our psyche, and I'm uncomfortable with that. Right. All right, what are, what are we doing? Um, oh, sorry. All right, so I think that was about it. Yeah, I mean, I the only stories I have about it are just similar, like weddings, hearing it on the radio, being like, "What the fuck is this?" Well, I, okay, you're gonna have to bring me back up to speed because oh, Mamba number Mama five. Number five yeah. I was like, I don't even know where this started. But also like Macarena, in my head, they're the same song. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Mitch, let me do my next song. Uh, so, ACDCs. TNT. Oh, I immediately have a story. <laughs> Let's do it. I want right. to hear yours for yeah. All go, right, go, go ahead. There was a um, first off. Always been a big fan of ACDC. Um, but so similar to your Rite Aid story, I heard TNT 
way too many times when I was in high school because yeah. um, when I played football in like junior high, um, there was a there was like a couple times a week we had to like go and like lift weights like after practice or something. So we had to be in there for like forty five minutes or whatever. And there was one dude that was somehow like we chose as the leader, and he got to pick the music every time we worked uh, out. And he had a playlist of just like he he made a mix CD of just there were only like eight songs on it. And I feel I feel like TNT was three of those eight songs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, there were, I heard that song all the time, constantly. I, I think there was also like that one weird, um, Jackal song. Uh, and this is always, this is a weird, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but there's a song I think by the band Jackal and it's got, it, it's got a chainsaw solo. I can't remember the name of the song, the but that fuck? was on it. I'll, I'll have to show you later. Yeah, gonna, we'll, we'll have to I'm going to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> it is insanely good, but also like super weird. Okay. Um, that was on it. But yeah, he like TNT was on it. And the funny, the reason it sticks out of my mind is because like the guy that made the mixtape or whatever would sing it just as loud as possible, as ridiculously as possible. Um, Tanner, if you're listening to this, you know who I'm talking about. Um, it was Scott. <laughs> um, oh, oh, okay. So... That was just a little insider for Tanner. I, I uh, thought it was Tanner, and I was like, what? No, no. Oh, okay. This is weird. He would just be like, TNT. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> right. On. So, that, yeah, that's about it. What about you? Um, mine's just, it's, it's it, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty confident. Okay, well, it could be three or four. It's in the it's in the soundtrack for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Oh, is it? Or maybe four, but hmm. I think three. Um, cause it was like one of my first times playing three and, uh, yeah, it was in there. I fucking loved it. I didn't even know who the band was. I kept getting it wrong when I would try to talk about it with my mom, yeah. uh, but eventually <laughs> she went out and bought me two ACDC CDs nice. and I have listened to weird rock music ever since. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that it. I, I owe a lot to TNT. <laughs> All right. Well, I've now experienced the lumberjack by Jackal. Yeah. Um, so everybody. Stop the podcast. Stop what you're doing. Pause. Go listen to The Lumberjack by Jackal. That's what it is. It, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> it, is, it is something. I'll tell you. It was an experience. He he had a line where he was like, when you jack my lumber, baby. <laughs> of course. And it's like, wow. You, I really think it was just a dude who really is into chainsaws. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He just like really likes chainsaws. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> um, but it does have a chainsaw solo. A chainsaw solo. First one I'd ever heard. Yeah. First, probably first the last. last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first and last. <laughs> um, all right, Mitch. Let's, let's rock and roll here. What is all your right. next one? So my next song for you is... Tom Sawyer by Rush. I don't know if I have like a particular memory with Tom Sawyer, except for, uh, and I felt kind of dumb because I felt like this is what everybody would say is I love you, man. That's yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. But I think, I, I think also though, like Rush though, it, I think that movie though helped me realize how much I liked Rush. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I've always really liked Rush, but no. Okay. So I do kind of have a memory. So me and Aaron got into Rush. One of us got like a greatest hits, uh, Rush CD mm-hmm. and we started listening to it. And yeah, for whatever reason, we just like really got into when it. When you say the Rush greatest hit CD, you mean moving pictures? <laughs> uh no i think it, i think it was titled spirit of the radio okay even though so, that's one of their songs yeah. that's what this greatest hit cd was 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 called um and we um yeah we just got like really in a rush we got really into the lyrics we we basically got into prog prog rock yeah and tried to be a prog rock band yeah um because we just like we got really into the lyrics and like we got really into like the big epic 12 part songs and we just got really into rush and i think when i saw i love you man i think one of the reasons i latched onto it was because like i kind of like did that yeah like you know when they're driving on the moped and they're singing tom sawyer <laughs> right, yeah you know, like yeah. that was me and aaron driving around in this <laughs> shitty first car you know right. just like today's tom sawyer mean mean stride <laughs> and we'd just be air drive like we were yeah. just two 
dumbass kids right. just <laughs> obsessed with Rush for a while. Yeah, and then you saw that movie, which is amazing because it's basically two guys bonding over how much they love Rush, and that's what kind of happened with you and Aaron. Yeah. So like, so yeah, weirdly, yeah, weirdly enough, Rush, yeah, has yeah. has. Has that place in my heart? Yeah, yeah. So, awesome. yeah. Yeah, Rush is amazing. This was a super leading question because I have a fantastic story. Oh, okay, let's go. It involves a near-death car crash. Oh, God, <laughs> let's go. Basically, that was it. I just remember um, I was in high school, and I was driving my PT Cruiser, and it was in November, so like it wasn't really cold enough to for the roads to be icy, so I thought. Um, but I was driving home. It was probably like 11, 11.30 at night. Um and Tom Sawyer was on the radio and that will always stick out in my mind because I hit some black ice and I just started like fishtailing all over the road. I couldn't regain control and I overcorrected and I basically spun out into the ditch. Um, and there were like, because it's Indiana, there were like woods just on the other side of this ditch, right. a whole bunch of big ass trees. Um, and basically what happened is I, uh, I ended up like going into the woods and I ran over some like kind of small trees that were just like ruined the underside of the car, like totaled it. Um, and then when I got my wits about me, I was like, holy shit, I'm okay. There's not a scratch on me. Um, I went to go get out of the car to see what the damage was and everything. Couldn't open the driver door because there was a, one of the biggest trees I've ever seen, probably about six inches away from my car door. Wow. And I'm like, okay, that could have been real bad. So I go to get out the passenger side, same thing. Big ass tree, couldn't even open the passenger side door. So I had to crawl out the back. I was lodged between two giant trees that could have killed me. And it was just one of the craziest experiences of my life. And that's why I, I will never forget this that Tom Sawyer by Rush was playing, just because it was one of the most traumatic experiences. I was like, I almost died while I was listening to Rush. Wow. <laughs> I you you've like told me this story, have but I? I but I don't but I don't think like that detail we ever talked about, like, yeah, you just happened to <laughs> your car go into the woods between two giant yeah, fucking trees. I ran over some trees that were small enough to be run over they didn't hurt me at all um and then also i remember getting out of the car and as soon as i got out it was like dark in the middle of the night nobody around um i heard like running water behind me apparently there was like a river behind me too i was like i could have died five different ways yeah yeah wow <laughs> i don't have a scratch on me the car was totaled so uh so i ended up getting another pt cruiser <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get another one. Yeah, exactly. It was just fun to drive. What am so. I gonna do? Just not drive a PT Cruiser? Yeah, exactly. No, that's fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah, I could see why that would stick out in your memory. It's a it will always have a place in my memory. So, um. All right. Next one. Alabama's. If you're gonna play in Texas, I don't know if I'm familiar with that. Uh. If you're going to play in Texas, we got to have a fiddle in the band. That league guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana, man. Really? Um, wow. Plot <laughs> twist. Should we pull it up? Should I listen to it? I mean, it's Should not like it's pause? great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of figured, like, everyone's heard that. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. I have, man. Like, I'm familiar with Alabama. I just don't know if I could name... Uh, their songs wow <laughs> well i guess we'll listen to that afterwards and actually okay. see if you've heard it but uh yeah okay moving on uh, you stumped me all I, right i guess yeah <laughs> and i didn't really have anything i just remember like driving around with uh my mom when i was a kid like on back roads listening to it and it it was i i had a bunch of country songs i wanted to do like i was gonna uh -huh. do garth brooks and dixie chicks and all oh, that yeah. and i was like well i don't want to do all those the one that i remember is that one just because yeah. It's a long song, yeah, and I just remember really liking it as a kid. So I was like, right. I'm, I, and I was so confident that you would have something with <laughs> I it. Man, I, I'm sorry to let you down. I, I, I would have had something if, if you like went with Garth Brooks or Dixie Chicks or something. Because back like when I was a kid, like I was super into like '90s country. I'm still kind of. I, I sometimes my my uh, you know my dirty little secret, my little uh, uh, guilty pleasure is I will listen to like early 2000s country music. Yeah. Um, all the time. I had a, I remember I had a Garth Brooks cassette tape and back when cassettes were a thing and I had a little Walkman and it was his, uh, his cassette with the one, the, with the, the, the like the thunder rolls on it or something like yeah. that. I remember hearing that song and I was like, this is fucking scary. It's freaking me out, man. <laughs> yeah. It is a pretty intense jam. Yeah. So, 
Uh, no, yeah, that's kind of why I picked that. But yeah, no, okay, I guess I did. I guess I stumped you. <laughs> I love Dixie Chicks too. Earl had to die. One of the best songs ever Earl, written. Earl had to I die. I went back and watched the music video for that. Um, uh, probably about a year or so ago, I was like, man, I haven't heard Earl Had to Die in probably a decade. So I watched the music video and it brought back like all these memories. And I, it, I heard it in my formative years and I remember seeing the music video and it reminded me that, um, in the music video, she's wearing a like Confederate flag bandana as a top. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. I think this had, this had an effect on I me. Mean, this was like, this was probably the first time I like felt you know, sexually attracted to someone. And in hindsight, it's like weird because she's wearing a Confederate flag. <laughs> oh, right, right. That detail was, was lost to us yeah, at, that, exactly. at that point. But no, yeah, definitely had an early prepubescent crush on the Dixie Chicks. Definitely, yeah. Um, I do that with Dave Matthews a lot. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then I'm like, man, I haven't heard I did it in a while. Just, <laughs> I did it. Man, thank God down too far. <laughs> Um, so every now and then I gotta listen to Dave Matthews. Yeah, I, lo- I love Dave Matthews. Ah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like Dave Matthews. Yeah, I mean some of his songs I really don't like, but yeah. some of them I do. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what's your next one then? Um. Okay. Um. What about the reason by Hoobastank? Oh God. <laughs> that fucking song. Really? The entire memory I have associated with that is middle school. Yeah. Because it never fucking stopped. That was all over the place. That was, we were obsessed with that song. Well, not me personally, but everybody. I mean, I remember liking it, but I remember even at that age, I would get tired of hearing the same song over and over again. It's, it's just a thing, but yeah, no, that, I mean, just, God, it was so middle school years because that was around the time i would have started being friends with aaron i remember him being like into hoobastank um for a minute yeah um, <laughs> yeah but jesus man i, I don't know I, if you can be into a band that really only has one song <laughs> they have one other hit but i don't remember what it is okay they had one other hit that was pretty popular but then he got into aaron when i started to hang out with him had like he he was he had started to to gravitate away from like good charlotte and simple plan because that that's his bread and butter yeah um when he when he was kind of around that age he was starting to gravitate away from that and he kind of started to listen to like more like new metal mm-hmm. i mean not that hoobas think is but that alt rock yeah kind of thing like he he was into nickelback he was into hoobas yeah he, yeah um i i think like when me and him started to be friends though and I started to introduce him to other, like, like grunge was really what I was into. So mm-hmm. I introduced him a lot to grunge or some punkier bands. Then we started to, like, meet in the middle because then, like, we both got into Hoop, or, uh, Incubus yeah, around the same nice. time. We really, really like Incubus. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, but I remember, yeah, he definitely owned that Hoopus Thing CD. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I remember when, yeah, ever like butt rock gets like a bad rep, like Nickelback, Creed. Everybody loved it. Like in yeah. the early 2000s, yeah. not a single soul did not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did too. And I and I think that it, honestly, when you go back, I mean, some of it is not as bad. Nickelback's still pretty bad. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't mean to make Nickelback a butt of a joke, but man, I just, they're, they overproduce his vocals so hard. Right. It's like bad. Um but yeah, they're I mean I and I still like like Incubus and I think some people would kind of loop like lump them in with that butt rock kind of style, but I don't think they were that. They just wrote heavier songs yeah. in the beginning. But they they're actually doing... first off, they're still a band and still putting out pretty good music. Yeah. Like They've they've read they've changed their sound a bunch. Right. So I, I I wouldn't lump them in with like butt rock category. I, they're definitely more like '90s all because they were doing some like really cool things like with the guitar tones at the time that like not a lot of people were doing um, that I still really love. That their, guitarist is a genius. Their flanger effect is like the best I've ever heard it used. Yeah, like, dude. They're, <laughs> that guitarist honestly is a genius. Yeah. He's a very very smart guy. Yeah. And a and a very very interesting guy. And but th- see. There was a point where, like, me and Aaron met and were listening to music because it would be, like, cool or edgy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I I was so into grunge. He was so into the pop punk vibe. Yeah. Um, but at a certain point as we got older, then we started to really like bands for musicianship. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. I It's just, like, I don't know if you have that friend that won't listen to anything that's really popular and shits on any popular yeah. band. And it, it, it like, kind of gets exhausting. It's like, dude, they're still fucking good right. at it. Just because you don't want to play 
or you don't want to write an incubus song doesn't mean they're bad yeah okay like sure if you don't like their music but they're fucking good right I, the singer uh brandon whatever the fuck his name is uh i forget his name i, I don't remember it, it's it's kind of unique but yeah. amazing fucking singer mm-hmm. amazing singer yeah like just because you don't like their music doesn't mean he's a shitty singer. I just yeah. I get so exhausted when I get in an argument with like a friend or somebody, and I'm just like, it's not that bad. Yeah, like, and I've I've become a little bit like of an audio nerd lately, so I will become like um, I, I've been turned on to like kind of pop music that I would never really listen to, um, mostly just because pop music, um, if you listen to it from an audio production standpoint the best the best there is they do yeah it's amazing insane. work uh, i was r- driving around actually just last weekend with my buddy nick um and he's like have you heard that new dua lipa song i was like no i've not heard dua lipa but he put it on and he you know, we put it on his nice speakers and he was like but you gotta listen to this and i was like holy shit this is good <laughs> yeah yeah it's just, I, I mean i can't tell you how many times i listen to even like well i remember like we all freaked out when mumble rap became popular yeah. but i'm still like i don't get how they get it to sound so big yeah right i mean it's crazy <laughs> like when, like well i guess when it kind of turned when it went from the soundcloud rappers to actually being like a, a popular style yeah shit bangs uh-huh yeah and it's crazy yeah. and it's also very different yeah it's just i agree i i get more nerdier about it so it's just kind of frustrating when people are like oh, what are you gonna fucking listen to everclear <laughs> Yeah, that's like, God, dude, there's worse music out there. Right. Yeah. I guess that's how I feel. Um, okay. So, uh, that was all I had. Do you have any more? I have one more song. Okay. And I'm now I'm skeptical if you, if you've heard it, but I put, I'm a Barbie girl Oh yeah. by whatever band that was. Uh, yeah. Aqua something. Aqua. I think yeah. it was just Aqua. It was actually. just Aqua? I okay. think. But yeah, I'm a Barbie girl. Yeah. Um, I'm a Barbie girl. It, that music is objectively fucking terrible. It, that agreed. music is bad. It's agreed. not produced well and it sucks. <laughs> agreed. Um, I, I think the first time I heard it, it was probably, I was probably like a kid too. They probably played it like on the radio or like at weddings to an extent, like way too much. Um, the, the, the funniest story that stands out about that song is that, um, when I was at work one time, um, there I my, one of my one of the guys I sit beside had his like Spotify pulled up on his computer, and he had like left for the night, and I was still there like working on stuff, and all of a sudden Barbie Girl just started playing from his computer, like <laughs> just through through his computer speakers, and I'm like I was just turning I was like what the fuck is happening, um, so I like I go into his computer and like turn it the fuck off, um, and then ten minutes later it does it again, and I'm like what is going on? So he came into work the next day, and I was like why is your computer playing Barbie girl? And he was just like, what happened now? Um, and he basically told me like, well, I, he thinks what it was is he used to like work at a church and he had his Spotify like still up on the church computer he used to work at. And he's pretty sure his friends were just like fucking with him. Like they had a Spotify account. So they were just like, let's play Barbie girl a bunch of times. And for some reason it linked with his account and started playing on his work computer. Right. And I just like, I just remember like, why, why are you playing this right now? That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it I, wouldn't stop. <laughs> that, that is super fun. I, and I don't actually have anything. That yeah. was like a stab in the dark. Right. Maybe Mitch, and sure enough, he did. Um, but God, that fucking song is terrible. Yeah, it's, it's so annoying. Bad. So bad. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. well, I mean, that's all I have. Right on. Yeah, I like it. Okay, cool. so apparently Mitch does not. Well, you're, you said you're familiar with Alabama. What other Alabama songs are there? I couldn't name any off the top of my head. I, here's I, the th- here's one reason why I picked that song from Alabama. Mainly because I wanted to talk about how it's a band named Alabama. They wrote a song, If You're Gonna Play in Texas. <laughs> and then in the first few lyrics, they reference Louisiana. <laughs> what are y'all doing? What is happening? <laughs> that is a weird... Uh, there, there's a have you know there's a whole bunch of bands that are named after like locations. We got Boston, we got America, we got Alabama, <laughs> we got Chicago, <laughs> Kansas, Kansas. Yeah, I th- dude, I I say it every time, but it's it's one of my fucking favorite bits. Is um, God, I I can't remember what like it, it's on YouTube. I don't forget. I forget the place, but they would have bands come in. They'd have a list of songs that they can cover. They'll take a song and cross. Oh off yeah, the list. I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. Wh- whatever, whoever does that, I don't remember. Well, they had Guar. 
come on. Oh, yes. And they did Carry On Wayward Son. Yes. And my favorite thing is just the lead singer of Glar does like a 10-minute monologue over how much he hates the song oh, before yeah. they cover it. <laughs> and he was like, this song is justification of why um, bands named after geographical locations are terrible <laughs> and we should stop making them popular. Right. And... Uh, I, I thought it was super funny, and I thought it was... I, I watched that pretty young, and it had an impression on me, and I was like, Laura yeah. is actually amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it just every time people start talking about Kansas, Boston, yeah. Alabama, and I'm like, yeah, and I love Boston, um, but I am like, these bands are all kind of not great, yeah, really. Yeah. Like Kansas <laughs> and America only has horse with no name. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. They're 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 kind of bad. Yeah, I have a spot in my heart for Boston, but I know they're bad. Right, Chicago. Oh, I, I forgot like Asia, Africa, oh, Asia, Africa. Oh wait, no, Africa's a song by Toto. Never mind. Yeah, so right. Asia but, though. But Asia, though. <laughs> um, all right, Mitch. Well, you want to do what you're cranking? And yeah, we can do get, that. Get out of here. Yeah. Um. So I have been cranking. Um. Kings of Leon has a new album that I've been kind of slowly uh, oh, yeah. enjoying. Um, Kings of Leon, I've never been a big fan, although I I want to like them because some people that I you know respect really like them a lot. Um, they've always been kind of like the, to me in my mind anyway, they've been the butt rock band of like southern rock bands. Um, I and and I just kind of for some reason I, I've never really taken them seriously because they just had that one that you know that one Sex on Fire song or whatever that was super popular. Yeah. Um, I didn't love that. Uh, and I've been kind of they had a new album that I was like oh, I'll see if this is any good. It's better than some of the stuff I'd heard in the past, which is cool. Um, but yeah. a lot of the a lot of the Kings of Leon like deep cuts um, are way better than their hits. I would agree. Um, well, yeah. and like, have have you listened to their earlier stuff? Uh-huh. The really punky indie stuff. Yeah, I really like that sound. And I, but I did. I so I had this weird experience with Kings of Leon where I watched this documentary when they were making their their album that really blew them up. Mm-hmm. Um, because kind of from my recollection, Kings of Leon was popular because they were growing very quickly out of their circle. Mm-hmm. And I think what they wanted to do, and I respect it. As I think they were like, well, we want to like take our songwriting more seriously. We want to write bigger, you know, a little bit catchier songs. And it was this documentary I can't find now, um, hmm. and about them doing it. Yeah. And it, I kind of like like Kings of Leon from that documentary. Like I had a lot more respect from them because they kind of showed like why they wouldn't get along. Like there was a scene where the lead singer was just like, like they were all kind of like just sort of getting through a song, and he's like. We are people's favorite band. Fucking play like it. Jeez. And I was like, he's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Oh, sorry. Are you, do you not want to be somebody's favorite band? Like, I respected the work ethic. Yeah. Um, weren't they like, uh, didn't they kind of get their start just basically opening up for like national like touring acts like Dave Matthews or something like that? I think so. Yeah. Like, they, but, but like in their, yeah, like, I don't know. I guess I don't know that much about them. Yeah. One of my, my favorite song by them is Mi Amigo. Have you heard that song? I don't think so. I remember hearing Mi Amigo for the first time. I was actually in the in the bathroom at a bar and I was like, oh, this song's really fucking good. And I was like, mid P, I was like, I got to figure out what this is. So I Shazammed it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fucking, I might, I might be into Kings of Leon. Um, but one of the reasons I like that song is um, the second verse lyrics go, I've got a friend, help me to get up again, showers me in bruises, tells me I got a big old dick, and she wants my asshole. <laughs> I heard those lyrics, and I was like, you, you sold me. You sold me. This is great. This is great. Yep. Um, well, I have been cranking, not very exciting, but very random. I just like started listening to Eminem again. Yeah, okay. And I like sat down and listened to like all the kamikaze. Nice, okay. And like I kind of, yeah. I oh I did because you I mean you've I'm sure you you keep up with TikTok that Gen Z was kind of thinking about trying to they so I I don't even want to say that that's so extreme it was somebody did a TikTok of like shouldn't we try to cancel Eminem <laughs> have you heard about this no oh my God you haven't no oh dude okay we gotta watch Eddie uh, Burback's newest video oh does he have a new one yeah uh, he he that he uh, talks about that okay. so 
Somebody does a TikTok listening to a Eminem song from like Recovery. Okay. And was like, we should cancel him, like because of his lyrics. Yeah. Right. And then everyone who actually like grew up with Eminem, <laughs> right, is just like. Yo, that's like recovery. Are you kidding me? Like, have you listened to Kim right. or anything before exactly, that? Exactly, yeah. So, but then also I think on TikTok and just in, on social media in general, there's this big Gen Z versus millennial thing. It's uh-huh. like apparently Gen Zs were just like, hey, skinny jeans, done. Yeah. They're old. Um, side part, done, old. Yeah, and yeah. like millennials are freaking out because they give a shit. Right, it's, yeah. Really bizarre, but I was like, oh man, yeah. I, I just, the things I enjoyed were the TikToks of the people of like, look, you got no idea on Eminem. Yeah. But yeah, there was, like, there was a comedian I really like. He did a video. He was like, he was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you don't even know Marshall. I don't know Marshall, but I'm going to bat for Marshall. <laughs> you ain't taking him. All right. right. He's ours. You ain't taking him. Yeah. So it made me laugh. But yeah, so <laughs> I just funny. went back and listened to Eminem. Nothing really exciting. I th- I do think my favorite song that Eminem is on is actually Bad Meets Evil. It's that song Fastlane. Okay. I've Him and Royce the Five Nine murder it. Okay. It's so good. I will have to go do that. I've not listened to any like Eminem stuff prior to like 2005. So. Like like you haven't listened to Eminem since 2005. Um, I haven't listened to any of his new albums like after 2005 because I'm oh. like why. The Marshall Mathers LP two is good. Yeah, I think there's some really good. I I in around that time is actually really kind of well because he's got like Berserk, which I like a lot, and then he's got he did a song with Kendrick. Like mm-hmm. it's actually, dude, you should listen to that because the sample he used the samples he uses is insane. Mm-hmm. He on that he basically only samples like rock songs. Oh, that's cool. But it's real weird. I don't even know how they do the same. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, that's it. Right on. I like it. Sorry. One last quick thing about Kings of Leon. Sorry. I, 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 I forgot to cover this. Um, one funny story about that, their new album that I, I was going to talk about. Um, they had this idea to make this release, um, their new album they put out like a week or so ago now. Um they were going to try to go like viral or something. And part of what they did is they made their album available only to people that paid in Bitcoin or something like that. They could trade some sort of like e-currency for the new album. And then that was going to be like, you know, the first few weeks they weren't going to release it to anybody else, like on Spotify or anything. Um, So they were, they were like, Oh, we could, you know, take advantage of this Bitcoin, you know, phase or whatever. And, you know, get people to buy our album while also giving us Bitcoin, which is like, way more expensive than what the album should be worth. Um, so they had this idea. They they, they announced it, um, like, Consequence of Sound, and everybody was talking about it. Like, Kings of Leon are making history. They're the first album that <laughs> the first album that you'll be able to purchase in Bitcoin only. Um, and then that they announced that, like, on Wednesday. They set, to announce, they, they set to release the album on, like, Friday. Well, that Thursday, this random kind of, like, unheard of like SoundCloud rapper or somebody like that stole their idea and released their, their album to only Bitcoin purchasers, uh, 24 hours before Kings of Leon was going to. (laughs) So they basically stole this idea and were like, we made history. We're the first people to release their album like via Bitcoin. Right. Wow. How how fucking petty. I know, right? Super funny, though. That is super funny. Yeah. Also an odd idea. Well, Portugal the man, I'm pretty sure, is trying to invent their own cryptocurrency. Oh, really? (laughs) What the fuck is happening? I don't know, man. I, I, I understand cryptocurrency like in the sense that I I see its utility as being something relevant. Yeah. But people are lashing onto it pretty goddamn mm-hmm. hard. Like I'm <laughs> like, we we all need to take a step back here. Yeah, really. We're, we're going in too hard. Cause now I forget what they're called, but now there's a now there's a crypto item. So basically it's things that you can only own digitally and doesn't exist in a physical form with value. Isn't that what cryptocurrency is? No. Oh. It's different. And I don't know why. 
Well, this has been two fr- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two very uneducated friends. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting old. Right. Uh, All right. No, I'll have to dig into that. Figure. See if I can figure this out. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I need, I need somebody to explain it to me like I'm five. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, yeah, that yeah. would be... That'd be the best subreddit yeah. for it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We were excited to be together, do this one. We will catch you guys next time for, I'm sure, another uneducated episode where we try to figure out everything. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, well, thanks for thanks for listening. This has been a fun one. Yeah. Stay fresh, cheesebacks. Stay fresh. Stay fresh.